You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovich as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. Welcome to the podcast station. Save our future through sports. This is Juno Lee from South Korea. And this is Abu Bakr from Egypt. Okay, children, students, and kids are our future. There is no doubt that our future is determined by how healthy they are. Not just mentally, but also physically. We are all after a healthier, brighter, and more positive future, and this is what we are here to discuss. How to promote sports in school. Well, I think it's best to discuss the why before we discuss the how. Sure, Abu. What do you think about kids in general these days? Mm, unfortunately, kids' lifestyles are disappointing, you know. Yes. Our future is getting fat by eating too much fast food. For example, the percentage of obese children aged 6 to 11 years in the United States increased from 7% to nearly 18% in 20 years since 1992. Now, more than 35% of children and adolescents were overweight or obese. And also, our future will be full of nerds and computer geeks as technology develops fast. Children play video games too much. They spend most of their time with mobile phone. They are not only physically, but also mentally weak. It sounds like there are critical problems happening on children now. How can we solve these problems? The answer is sports. There is no doubt that sports activity is beneficial for children on all different levels. Sports can help students to build healthy bones and muscles. Also, sports activity decreases the likelihood of obesity and risk factors such as high blood pressure. Not only that, sports helps children to reduce anxiety, depression, and it promotes positive mental health. 30 minutes physical activity before the class can drastically increase brain activity based on Napoville's research. As you know, sports is the best tool to make friends. They learn how to cooperate with people and socialize with people by playing team sports. That brings us to promoting sports in schools and educating sports in the right way. Well, Juno, you just answered why we should promote sports. But what about answering why we should promote sports in schools? Good question. Think back to when you first experienced sports. When was it for you, Abu? Ah, elementary school. Yes, most people first experience sports in their schools. And children are at school for a significant portion of the day. Having physical activity or sports during that time ensures that children engage in physical activity. So the best way to get children and adolescents involved in sports is by promoting sports in schools. It is the ideal setting. Indeed. Schools is the ideal place to promote sports. Sports have so many benefits and no child should be denied that. However, there are a lot of obstacles such as parents with less income and education or if they are immigrants, their children are less physically active than others. Also, as children approach adolescence, they become less active 
Another major thing is funding, especially when it comes to public schools. There is usually resistance to physical activity within schools of the fear of PE or physical activity taking away from other academic subjects. Yeah, for sure. Culturally, in some countries, sports are only for boys, especially in Korea. Girls never want to play sports. Even physical education teachers in schools, they only let boys play sports and girls cheer for them. By our program, let's hope the next generations will be mentally and physically more healthy. Now that we know the obstacles, we can try to overcome them. Based on our research, we believe the best way is by implementing a six step-by-step plan, which targets all sorts of different aspects. While researching, the CSPAP plan caught our attention. We liked how it integrated different ideas and strategies. We used that concept, built on it, edited and developed it further. The first step is to treat it like a business. We would establish a mixed committee to take charge of the project promoting sports in school. Who should be in the committee? Well, it should be mixed. It should include students, board members, PE teachers and staff. Parents, of course, and the leader should be assigned to take charge. Step two is to clearly state a mission. Example, have an active fit society, a vision. Use sports in schools to improve social, physical, mental health and an objective. Everyone to be active, be healthy and tackle obesity, for example. Step three, study the obstacles and be aware of the things to take into consideration, as you mentioned earlier. What is step four? Fourth step is creating a measuring tool to monitor results and use it to measure progress along the way. An option would be to monitor BMI averages, number of students participating and their hours. Then we move on to step five, creating and carrying a plan. What would the plan be? Well, this is where all the different approaches are combined. The first approach and most important is awareness. To spread awareness to students? Well, not just to students, but also to teachers, parents and the community. They should all understand the importance of sports in order to understand and help implement the plan. Spreading awareness creates motivation. Mm -hmm. This could be done through fun sport days, raising money from runs with prizes where both students and parents could participate. An event like that would create excitement and a sense of involvement. For sure. What else would be part of this fifth step? Another approach that should be in in the plan is to change the curricula to include PE as an academic subject, altering the curricula to include more physical activity. You mean to increase the number of classes? Yes, but to also have variety. By having variety, it allows more students to get involved based on gender, interests, background, etc. Another approach in our plan is to change the actual playground. The way it is designed, the actual physical design of a playground can be altered to inspire, encourage and allow more games and different activities, making it more appealing for students. Example, what Mexico City adopted. Interesting. Not only that, but the playground should be available off school hours before and after school, maybe on weekends too. Why not? The play area should be safe and accessible. So just an empty playground? Well, no, another point here is to carry project, inexpensive project, to find ways to get the children active, provide props like balls, hula hoops, and skipping ropes around the playground. Even a hopscotch grid would encourage students to use what is available. Furthermore, competition, league events, Sports days can be used as motivation. A way to encourage and motivate students is by the school taking place in sports league. Example, EMAC. 
Another idea we came across is by joining school's Olympic program, the Canadian Olympic School Program. It aims to create the thrill of the Olympic movement through the school and classes. Incorporating sport in school can be done in two ways, through non-physical activity and physical activity. Other means would be initiatives to cycle to school using public bikes, like in our school here at EPFL. Oh, I understand. What about nutrition? Ah, it's good that you brought that up. Even though this is not about getting the children moving, but it is a vital part in the health of children. Although most children have their meals at home or prepared at home, the awareness can be raised by schools. How important is a balanced diet? Also, should only sell healthy food and meals in their cafeteria to complement the physical activity program. Example, like call bouge. So for part 5 of the plan, we pick one of those approaches? No, on the contrary, having more approaches is better. The plan is to try implement all those different approaches for best result. Starting with awareness, but bearing in mind what's feasible as each case and each school is different. And our last step, like any project, is to implement, evaluate the plan and retest and modify where needed. Okay, That's thank it. you for listening to our podcast. But thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page. Or visit us at www.aists.org.